For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Very dramatic opening weekend in Bahrain last week, and uh, I think probably the question everyone wants to know, uh, is Red Bull going to bounce back? Have they, have they fixed the problems and will they finish the race this weekend? Well, I mean, that's obviously what Red Bull will be working towards. Uh, the team hasn't really expanded on what the issue was. They had both of its cars. It said that it was something to do uh, with the fuel pump. There's a certain element of that system that's a standard part, so it's not something that's designed by the team itself. But it's not really been specified what exactly it was that uh, that went wrong with the with the fuel pump and the fuel system. But Red Bull, yeah, they, they think that they've got a fix sorted for this weekend. So they will be able to hopefully go through the weekend without any of the issues coming up again because the car is clearly quick. Like they had a, a pretty close fight with Ferrari. There wasn't much between Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc uh, throughout much of that race. And uh, yeah, to lose a, a nailed on second and fourth place and come away with zero points, that was a really tough way for them to start their year. So uh, yeah, I think Red Bull will be very eager to bounce back and make up for it this weekend. There were obviously a number of surprises last weekend, not, not least Red Bull, obviously Mercedes do, doing as well as they did. Kevin Magnussen from Haas uh, in the top five, Valtteri Bottas impressing for his new team. Uh, who, who do you think might get pulled back down to reality this weekend? Is there, is there a team or a driver who you think may have overperformed in Bahrain who might just get a bit of a reality check this weekend? I think I think the thing to bear in mind is that there's only a one week break between these two races. So there's not really a lot that teams can do in terms of uh, new parts or any upgrades or anything like that. And because these cars are so new, basically every new part that teams bring is going to be worth pro- probably uh, more performance than it would have been in previous years. But it's it's very very tight. So I think that for now, I would say that you could probably expect the same kind of faces towards the, the the top 10. I think that, yeah, Haas, Alfa Romeo, they both have brilliant race weekends. I think Mercedes, they're very honest about the situation they're in right now. And uh, yeah, really, they're not on outright pace able to fight with Ferrari and Red Bull. So I think that, yeah, I think on, in terms of outright performance, I think we're probably going to see a bit of a similar picture to Bahrain. But I think a lot of teams, yeah, they do have a lot of, um, they, they've, they've got a lot to prove and they need to bounce back. Red Bull, uh, as we said, they need to get yeah. some points on the board. I think McLaren, they had a, a really, really tough start to the season as well. So, yeah, there's definitely, I think, a lot of teams that will want to make the most of this weekend. It's a, it's a very tricky circuit, so I think that could lend itself to a few surprises. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm I, if I were the likes of Haas and Alfa Romeo, who've got those great results in the bag early on, I wouldn't be thinking, right, that's a one-off in it for the season that I think they can uh, keep on that level of performance through the year hopefully I want to I'll touch on Mercedes in a second but you mentioned McLaren there and obviously we've got a big uh, Kiwi following down here given the connection to New Zealand and and Bruce McLaren they they were really disappointing um, in Bahrain after what was a pretty good 2021 and sort of I don't know hard to put the finger on it is it is it just the car is it with with their tactics that they didn't do very well like what what exactly sort of went wrong for them in Bahrain 
It is down to the car, yeah. And I, I spoke to Daniel Ricciardo and uh, Lando Norris after the race, and both of them were pretty much like, well, there wasn't really much more we could do. Like, in terms of their own performance, they were they said, look, I was pretty much powerless out there, and both of them were running last at one point, and they finished well outside the points. And they said that basically the car lacks downforce, it lacks grip, it lacks balance. Uh, the engine, that's no longer as, as much of a, an advantage as it was in previous years because the team's running Ferrari engines and McLaren has a Mercedes engine uh the, yeah those other rivals made a big step forward so it's really a combination of things but it does sound like they sort of need to take a step back and go right okay where are we actually at with this car and to try and understand it and Lando Norris he, he said basically we need to reset our expectations because for so many years they've been on this sort of upward trajectory they won their first race for nine years last year mm. and they've been performing really well and sort of up there with the likes of Ferrari and on occasion Red Bull and Mercedes I think after the first test we were kind of thinking oh could they even be like the leading team and it's really brought them back down to earth I think so uh, yeah a lot of work for them to do I think they just need to understand the car really because I think that's the issue right now they don't really understand fully where all the issues are but clearly there's quite a few of them um, just for I guess Formula One newbies or, or people who perhaps aren't as vested in the sport, what how hard is it to turn a car around completely? You know, like is this a season long thing? And and you know, are they just going to have to resign themselves to not being competitive for a year, or or is it something they potentially can you know sort out over a couple of races or a month or so and and sort of get back into where they want to be? Uh, it's definitely something you can work on through the season. And the fact is, because these cars are so new for this year as well, everyone's really trying to understand them. The only uh, part that was carried over from last year's car to this year's car is the steering wheel. So there's so much you can learn about it. And I guess if you don't fully understand all of your new bits, you can't really get the full performance out of them. So I think that's that's part of the challenge for teams. So I think that with what they've got at the moment, there's a certain element of understanding that will allow them to find more performance and then take a step forward. Um, one of the new rules for this year, there's been a weird phenomenon where basically once the cars hit, above, I think, sort of about 160 or 180 miles an hour, they start bouncing a little bit in a straight mm. line. And that's something none of the teams expected. So that, again, is really compromising performance. And I think the more teams can sort of understand how to stop that from happening, that will help the car as well. Um, but the other challenge this year is that there's a cost cap involved. So teams can only spend $140 million for the season. That's across pretty much everything and in previous years if you had a slow car you could basically throw as much money as you wanted at it and to try and make it quick but you can't really do that now so I think there's a certain element of they can recover it and obviously it's a big that is a big step back from where you want to be so you're kind of already starting from yeah three or three three paces back from everybody else but it's not like you're not going to say after one race right that's season written off we're not going to be any good this year I think mm. that McLaren, they're a good team. They know how to get themselves out of this situation. So I think given a bit of time, they'll be back sort of where they're more used to being. Mm, and two good drivers as well. Um, Mercedes, um, now you mentioned, you know, in the in the sort of pre-season and the testing, they they very much were behind the pace and, and Lewis Hamilton and George Russell were pretty vocal about that. But a, a very good finish in Bahrain, third and fourth. Um, how to phrase this question. Do you think that was testament to, you know, Lewis and George's ability to to race a semi-bad car very, very well? Or is it a testament to Mercedes' ability to, I guess, tune the car well enough that it can still compete? I think a bit of both, to be honest. I think both drivers performed pretty well in Bahrain in terms of just maximising what that car could do. And they were very open about not being able to fight 
Ferrari and Red Bull and uh, really sort of like go go wheel to wheel with them. But actually they did outperform their expectations. And I think the feeling in the team is that if they can just find a little bit more performance, then they're going to be within range of Ferrari and Red Bull to maybe be fighting for, for wins again. So I think that, I think there's plenty of confidence that Mercedes can take from, from that race. And I think that all things considered, yeah, they came away with a really good points haul. The fact that Red Bull scored absolutely zero points as well, that's that's like a really good bonus. I think they're very aware of the situation they're in and they know that realistically they should have finished that race fifth and sixth if it wasn't for, for the Red Bulls dropping out. But yeah, I think that it's a good starting point for Mercedes, all things considered. They, um, they know where they are. They know they've got a lot of work to do with the car, but to come away from that first weekend still with a podium and still, yeah, sitting in a good, comfortable second in the standings, they can be pretty pleased by that. So I think that it's kind of given them confidence that if, if that is like the bottom point of their season and that's when they don't understand the car properly and things are bad, like when they're good, it's going to be really, really good. Yeah, and Lewis Hamilton's very lucky that he's got a teammate who's very experienced in uh, trying to get the best out of a out of a subpar car. Uh, what are your what are, what are your predictions for this weekend, mate? Uh, if you can sort of crystal ball, um, what do you reckon the the podium and potentially the top ten looks like uh, in Jeddah this weekend? Oof, I mean, it is such a it's such a tricky circuit. That's the thing. It's a, it's a, the longest street circuit in Formula One. It's 27 corners long, but it's so high speed. I think there's only three braking points on the entire track. Like it's really, really just a, a real thrilling lap to watch and they're very close to the walls. And a lot of it does mean that, yes, yeah, a lot of bravery from the drivers and you do have any mistakes. They do really get punished. So I think it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely going to maybe be a survival of the fittest race out there this weekend. But I, I, I reckon that Red Bull are going to bounce back strongly i think that that car i think is probably still the quickest car i think that bahrain they just didn't quite hook things up properly max stappen had a few issues in the race even before the fuel pump problem that, that ended his race so i think that yeah i, I reckon if i'm going to put my money anywhere i'd say of a stappen victory i think that him and red bull come back quite strongly uh and then i think the ferraris are probably going to be sort of consistently up there again i think yeah charles leclerc carlos science i think I'd probably wager to see them on the podium with Max. I think that's uh, all things being normal. I think that's probably how the top three is looking. Um, and then, yeah, you look to the likes of Mercedes, they're probably going to be quite close behind. I think Haas and Alfa Romeo, I reckon they'll be back in the points again this weekend as well. Um, I think, yeah, both of them are sort of in a really good starting point for the year. And uh, yeah, I think in terms of surprises, I think, yeah, maybe let's see if um, Mick Schumacher can get his first F1 points. He was 11th in Bahrain, so only one position off his first point in F1. So I think, uh, yeah, it'd be quite cool if he could get his first point on the board this weekend. Yeah, I was rooting for him, uh, rooting for him last week, and he came so close. Um, just, just finally, um, Luke, before we let you go, um, it, it is a new season with new cars, new regulations. It's clearly having an impact uh, on every team. You just have to look at the standings. But um, once again, just for people that are perhaps new to the sport, what at what stage of a season do you start to really get a sense of how the final standings might look? And teams, you know, have sorted sorted their cars out, and, and things are you know solidifying. Or do you think it's sort of so open that you won't know until the very end? I think that sort of midway through the season, you can probably get a good a good read on who's going to finish where, really. And even right now, I think you could probably you could probably pick like a top maybe a top six and then a bottom four or something like that. Like you kind of have a rough idea of where teams should end up and you know sort of who can develop their car strongly and who will, yeah, probably find more time than others just because of their their track record and their resources. But I think that, yeah, it's probably once you get into the, the middle of the season, maybe sort of like 
May, June, July time. And we really get into a good sort of cadence of races every other weekend, basically. I think that's when you can start to see a proper pecking order come through. But I think that, yeah, there's going to be all the teams. I mean, yeah, they're racing this weekend, but they're going to have people back at the factory working on what developments can we do? How can we find uh, new, more pace? What new parts can we design and things like that? So they never really rest. But I think it is, uh, yeah, probably midway through the season is when you get a good idea of who's going to finish where. But that kind of makes this part of the year so exciting because you can see like a Haas car, which was the slowest by absolutely miles last year, finishing fifth and really up there fighting in the points and thinking of a podium maybe if things go their way. So, yeah, I think there's uh, it's an exciting time of year, definitely, because it's so unpredictable. Um, but I think that, yeah, give it a few races. We'll probably see it settle down and get a real idea of who's leading the way this season. Brilliant, mate. Brilliant. And you're spot on. It is a very, very exciting time of year. We've got uh, a lot of Formula One fans down here, and I know they can't wait for Jeddah this weekend. Uh, Luke Smith, thanks heaps for joining us, mate, and uh, we'll catch up again soon. No worries. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.